0: What is she doing? Uh, Philippians chapter number two. We're going where we're gonna get back to. Um, We're uh, last week we last week we dealt with. um, We've been dealing with in this whole series uh, in in Philippians. The whole series have been centered around. Uh, joy and it's been centered around peace and joy and uh, and, and uh, the whole idea and understanding is that all of the joy and the peace that we have in our own lives would come from the gospel um, because here, here's here's the, here's the real truth as Christians. Um, your identity is to be found in jesus christ you say man that sounds like a boring deal it is if jesus is if you don't know who jesus christ is it is a boring deal um if you've never experienced peace that jesus gives and and, and here's the thing we like to co-mingle things we like to mingle um the peace and the joy uh that we feel like the world brings us and we like to mingle that together Uh, With what Jesus Christ gives us, and 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 here's the thing: it never lasts. It never works long. It always has a way of of kind of fluttering out in the end. Uh, That's why money is such a. In in a moment in time, money is a peaceful thing, but it's it never it never lasts. Why? Well, money always runs out. Jesus don't, and so. Uh, so it's an it's an interesting dynamic that the Lord has for us in terms of how to get gospel, how to get peace, how to get joy, and so the, this whole dynamic of of understanding joy from uh, Philippians has been a real intriguing deal, even for me, um, to to work through this in a in a in a in a real slow way. Uh, last week we dealt with with um, Philippians chapter number two. We, we dealt with the first eight verses and. Uh, we, we, the, kind of the main points of focus was dealing with your mind, um, dealing with your pride and then dealing with your will. And so we worked through the text and we, 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 we talked about that, you know, let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. Um, we, we dealt with our pride and, and talking about how to esteem others better than ourselves and we dealt with our own will. And, uh, and and so this week though, I, I want to. I want to follow this thing up in, in such a way um, I want to follow this thing up in such a way to where we go back and we deal with verses 9, 10, and 11. And we read them last week. We read them last week. but I don't know. Uh, may, maybe we need a we need a little deeper idea, okay? We need a little deeper idea of what verses 9, 10, and 11, are trying to relay to us to make sure that we get the understanding of verses 1 through 8 because if you don't get 9 10 and 11 down Philippians uh, chapter uh, chapter 2 verses 9 10 11 if you don't get those verses down and kind of get a real good grasp on those verses I don't I don't think you're going to get I don't think you're going to get the first 8 verses and so you you need you need to be there and uh, we we need to we need to look at verses 9 10 and 11 Um, Real quick, uh, look look with me in in verse number 9. Wherefore, God hath also highly exalted him, and given him a name which is above every name, that at that name every knee should bow, of things in heaven, and things in earth, and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of god the father so so let's pray lord thank you for this day and um <clears throat> thank you for all you've given us lord thank you for being good thank you for doing what you've done in, in brother dylan's life and how you've worked in such a miraculous way there uh god I, I pray that you keep blessing them and you keep using their time together lord i i pray that uh that you use this in here tonight i pray god that you're honored by everything said uh, and everything done in here tonight, Lord. We love you and we thank you for all that you've done in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, so the the truth is um, when we look at these verses, uh, such as the first eight verses uh, last week, verse number five is a is a real big tipping point for us. He says, Let this mind be in you also in Christ Jesus so of this whole thing is that joy and peace doesn't come from the things that we think it should come from. A lot of times we have our own self uh, you know self-perceived ideologies of where peace and where joy should come from but it, but it's interesting when you look at when you look at the Bible, it doesn't come from the things that you think it should. And, and what's interesting about verse number 5 is, is that the mind of Christ is the mind that me and you should have. And, and when you, you look at these, the, especially these first eight verses, you see that when you look at it, man, there ain't a whole lot of worldly pleasure that you're going to find in these first eight verses. Like you're actually gonna look at it and you're be like, man, that sounds like a drag right there. Like that, that don't sound real fun. Like that don't sound like something that that I'd be up on doing. And 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 we go. I go back to this statement: true, uh, the joy and true joy and true peace doesn't come from the things that you think it should. So I want to look at a couple of things tonight. Number one, I want to look if you want to write this down. God rewards. Jesus Christ's humility with exaltation. God rewards Jesus Christ's humility with exaltation. Okay? Look, look with me in verse number 9. And, 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 and just pay real close attention. Uh, he says in verse number 9, Wherefore. Wherefore, the reason behind Jesus Christ being exalted, the reason... That Jesus Christ is being exalted is because of the mind of Christ. Does that make sense? Let this mind be in you. So the reason behind Jesus Christ's exaltation is because he had a certain mind. Now, what's really interesting is that Jesus Christ called me and you to have that same mind. So we're going to get somewhere with 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 uh, we're gonna look, we're gonna get somewhere with our own look at exaltation here in a few minutes. but for me and you we need to see that, that God rewards Jesus Christ humility with exaltation. Now now what's interesting is normally uh, this idea of promotion or prestige, uh, this idea of, of you know being all eyes on me kind of deal, it's often associated with being exalted, B- but it's something completely different with God. Do you understand that? It's a completely different, we've said it here for weeks. Everything up is down with God, and everything down is up with God, right? That, amen? Does that make sense? Uh, if you want to go up with God, you got to go down, right? And, and, and so if you, wanna, if you want God to have to bring you down, then you try to bring yourself up. But what's really interesting is that, that that God exalts the humble. So normally, normally we seek a platform when we're trying to exalt ourselves, right? We seek a place of promotion and prestige when we're trying to exalt ourselves. But but really, really, God is so backwards that he exalts. The humble, he brings up the humble. You, you, you say, how do you know most men uh, won't want that place of promotion? Well, Proverbs twenty and verse six. Now, just to, you can write the verse down, but you can listen to this. Most men, most men. This is this is the Bible. Most men will proclaim everyone his own goodness. Most men. Most men will proclaim everyone his own goodness. Here it is. Most men are looking for, most women are looking for a platform or, or, or a, a place of prestige or a place of promotion. But, but notice when, when God is talking about Jesus Christ, He exalted Him. Why? you ready because he made himself of no reputation so jesus christ made himself of no reputation and, and and jesus forsook his own reputation for the sake of you and me jesus christ forsook his own reputation for our sorry heights you, re- you ready for this and god exalted him it's crazy uh, how that whole thing works uh, God's exalting, it involves involves power. It's got a certain power to it. How how do you know that? Well, the Bible said, and given him a name which is above every name. Now, now why did, did that happen? Why did he give him a name which is above every name? You ready? Because he took on him the form of a servant. So you see, God's exalting is directly tied back into his humility. I mean, Jesus Christ's exalting is directly tied back into his humility and took on him the form of a servant. Isaiah 52 and verse 13 says, Behold, my servant shall deal prudently he shall be exalted and extolled and be very high now now what's interesting is this is a prophecy about Jesus Christ in Isaiah 52 but but he but he, but he says my what my servant my servant now you don't normally you don't normally associate servants with being exalted and extolled and very high Unless you're talking about how God exalts his servants. God's power, you ready? It comes at the hand of being a servant. That's where God's power comes from. God's power on your life is directly tied to how good of a servant you are. How good you'll give. How good you'll put others first. How good you'll put yourself last. God's power is directly tied to that. Now, now, I, I, want, you to, I want you to see a, another part of this. That, that at the name of Jesus Christ, that at the name of Jesus Christ, uh, uh, every knee, should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth. Now, what's interesting about that is that every knee will indeed bow because of who Jesus is, of the, of, of the person of Jesus Christ, the position that he holds. Every, name, every knee is going to bow at the name of Jesus Christ. But how did he get there? How did he get to that place? Well, he was made in the likeness of men. He was made in the likeness of men and being found in fashion as a man, according to verse number eight, 7 and 8. So, 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 so understand. Now, now look, you, 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 got, you got to see that Jesus, being made in the likeness of men, was exalted. Right now, now this is when you when you when you uh, when you hear this thing, you, you may think in your mind this is not uh, this is not a good business strategy, right? This is not a way to climb up the ladder. This ain't how you, this ain't how we've been taught. How we've been taught was to step over everybody on our way to success. We, we've been taught to, to, to make people less than they were in their position so we could eventually take their position. You see, God's position God's idea is man, you need to train yourself out of a, a position. And and man's idea is I've got to get the position and I've got to keep the position. Why? Because man's always worried about his security in his position. You ready for this? Man's always worried about his security in his position. And only when a man gets comfortable in the fact that his position is Jesus Christ, then he don't care what his position is. He don't care what he's called after that. Why? Because it's all servant from here on out. Jesus moves down and God raises him up. Jesus becomes a servant and God exalts him. Now, Look, look look at the next and and, and that uh, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Now now why 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 is that? Well, remember we're dealing with the wherefore. We're dealing with the wherefore here. We're we're dealing with in verse number 9 wherefore God. All right. So so remember anytime that you're looking in the Bible and and I I probably should have said this at the beginning I take it for granted because we say it all the time. Uh, this therefore and wherefore, anytime you see that therefore or wherefore, you always have to look and see why it's therefore, right? Okay, so, same principle, and and I probably took too much liberty there and not explained that. But we're dealing with the wherefore. So we're dealing with the first eight verses. We're, we're really dealing with the first uh, five, six, seven, and eight verses, okay? Uh, but, but when you look at the wherefore, all right, so and had... Given uh, and and um, excuse me, and, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Now, why is that? Well, go go back to the wherefore. He humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. God is rewarding Jesus Christ's humility. Now, that's unarguable. Why? Because of the wherefore. You can't argue that. You say, "Well, he, he, he I, 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 I don't, I don't believe that." Well, it, and it don't matter what you, what you and I believe, right? It matters what we can prove. And here, and here we are. Me and you are proving that God called us. Let this mind be in you, right? That was also in Christ Jesus. That's what I can prove. I can prove that God wants me to have the mind of Jesus Christ. And it's laid out in, five, in verses 5, 6, 7, and 8. And, and then we see this promotion, this ex- exaltation. Now, now I want, I want to I want to throw something out there to you. God rewards our humility with exaltation. God rewards our humility with exaltation. So 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 here it is. Uh, let this mind be in you uh, that was also in Christ Jesus. What what was that mind? Well verse four, uh, verse four in, in in Philippians chapter two says, look not every man on his own things, also on the things of others. So 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 this is this this is part of the the mind of Christ. Yeah, man. Well, there's no way I'm doing that. I'm not wasting my life on other people. I'm not I'm not I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to spend my wheels always worrying about other people. I'm going to worry about me. I'm going to worry about my stuff. I'm going to worry about my four and no more. I'm not going to worry about investing in people. I'm not I I can't do that. I gotta gotta focus on me. You know, I got so much going on that I gotta focus on me. Well, here's here's what I figured out. Most of the time, people that are focused on themselves never really get what they're trying to what they're trying to focus on themselves for anyway. Never. They spend their whole life, they'll turn into old men, and you know what they'll do? They'll turn into old women, and you know what they do? They'll give the same advice that I'm giving right now. I wish I hadn't have focused on myself so much. Why? Because it's a target that's unhittable. It's a target that you can that you can aim at. But you'll never hit the bullseye. It's just like relationships. People all the time tell me, well, I just you just need to focus on yourself. No, you need to focus on Jesus Christ. The problem is you're focused on yourself too much. Right? You 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 you're worried about and, and look. Help me, Lord. You're worried about your depression. You're worried about your anxiety. You're worried about your needs. You're worried about your feelings. You're worried about why you're not satisfied. And the whole time God's like, it'd be really cool if you'd humble yourself and focus on the things of others. Now, here's here's one thing. Well, what if if I do that? Can you guarantee me that I'm going to be satisfied? No, probably not, because you already got a bad perception of this whole thing anyway. You're already looking to be satisfied. And you know who that focus is? Same one that started this to begin with. Well, do I ever get any enjoyment out of this thing? The Lord says you do. You sound like one of you, you sound like one of them. I, listen, I pitched, <laughs> I pitched this same thought process to, to a few people in the past. And it was literally. Like I had spoken out against them in their life in such a heinous way that I would tear their world apart and say, I would say awful things to them. I was like, well, wait, wait, wait a minute. What? I'm just trying to tell you what the Bible says. Well, I don't want to know what the Bible says. I need help. All right, so, 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 so maybe, maybe God. Wants us to see the humility of Jesus Christ in his exaltation and wants us, now there's a couple of things you got to get along the way if, if you really wanna, if you really wanna understand um, how and, and when and, and what what the, what all this means. Number one, you're gonna have to trust in God's promotion. A lot easier said than done, right? You're going to have to trust in God's promotion. Why? Because if God wants me to have the same mind, Jesus Christ, if God wants to do in my life with my humility what he did with the humility of Jesus Christ, then I'm going to have to trust God. I'm going to have to trust God's promotion. Well, do, do, do you have anything to back that up? Well, maybe. <laughs> you can read this verse now, Matthew 23, verses 11 and 12. You can go back and look at it later. I, I'll, I'll read it to you. But he that is greatest among you shall be your servant. Ready? And whosoever shall exalt himself shall be abased. And he that humbleth himself shall be exalted. Now what happens next in Matthew 23 is he rips the Pharisees up one side and down the other for hypocrisy. Before he starts all this... He says here the, the premise of my judgment on the Pharisees is this. You ready? The pre- All right, So what they're doing is they like to go into places and be known as rabbis. So they like to be called. They like to be. Uh, they like to be noticed. They like their names. They like to be talked about. And, and so what happens, they, they love to be exalted among the people. They want everybody around them to look at them and they want them to say good things about them. So they love to be exalted. And, and, and he, he proceeds to ripping into their hypocrisy but, but, but the premise, the, the grounds for him tearing into them is whosoever shall exalt himself shall be abased. And he that shall humble himself shall be exalted. You know, hypocrisy is revealed when people can't humble themselves. That's when hypocrisy is revealed in the church. Hypocrisy is seen when, when, when men want to make more, and women want to make more out of themselves. That's why we have so, that's why, not in this church, but a lot of churches have so many squabbles in the past. That's why they have so many money fights. I mean, there's probably, there's still tell how many people in churches all over this county has, has been in little stupid church fights in a, in a Baptist church, probably, over money. Somebody, somebody asked me one time, you know, what? You ever had a you ever had money squabbles in church? Yeah, I mean, yeah, we have. But it but it always had something to do with somebody trying to exalt themselves. Uh, you ever you ever been in a church? I don't, I don't know, maybe maybe hadn't. But I've been in churches and seen them fight over what color the walls were going to be painted, or or whether or not the the carpet was going to be a certain color, or. I've seen them fight over, over. I mean, I tried to start a, 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 a addiction kind of ministry thing years ago, and uh, went right after I got right after I was called to preach, and 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 I this is this is what I got, and we don't want all them around here. my apologies now I wasn't there long after that I knew I knew that was the first sign of the that was the first red flag that went up amongst others but that was the first one that went up why, why? well because because the hypocrite loves to be exalted all right look, look, look in, uh, look, write, write this and down if you want to Luke chapter 14 and verse 11. For whosoever exalteth himself shall be abased, and he that, hum- that humbleth himself shall be exalted. Now, now this is not this is a completely different scenario. Uh, this scenario is dealing with somebody that's always aiming for a big seat at the table. Everybody, anybody ever been to Thanksgiving? You got the uh, the little table and chairs, the kids' seat. Nobody ever had that there, like the kids' table. anybody ever anybody ever been there? I, I, yes, yeah, that's, that's where I'm like, you know the older I get, that's where you know, I wished I'd have been sitting over at the kids' table my whole life. I wish they'd never invited me to the big table, you know uh, but, but this is the same scenario and and they are seeking a a, a place at the big, ta- the big seat at the big table, right? aren't right, you ready? And don't deserve it. Don't, shouldn't have it. They want it, but they shouldn't have it. They, had, they hadn't worked for it. They don't, they don't deserve it. And so what happens is they get it. They strive for it. They go and get it. And then they're called away because somebody that has worked for it and somebody that does deserve it, it's their table. It's their seat. Now, what happens is shame. So he's saying, hey, don't, don't exalt yourself. You know what you need to do? You need to humble yourself, and then when they see it's your time, right, to come to the big table, to come to the big seat, hey, why don't you come up here? That's why uh, 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 in, in ministry leadership, that's what that's usually the squabble in leadership most times, is people get, they exalt themselves so fast, they can't handle not being picked. You know, they're, the, the, they're, they're always, hey, won't, why don't you use me? Well, what's wrong with me? Well, this and that. Well, sometimes there's a there's a there's a period of proving before they can be used. Look, look there's there's one more Luke chapter. Number eighteen, and verse number thirteen. Luke chapter number eighteen, and verse thirteen. And the publican standing afar off would not so much. Uh, would not lift up into heaven but smote upon his breast saying God be merciful to me a sinner I tell you this man went down to his house justified rather than the other for everyone that exalted himself shall be abased and he that humbleth himself shall be exalted okay ready the way to Jesus Christ is through humility. The way to Jesus Christ is through humility. Now, there, there, there is something that's interesting uh, about, about these two words, humble and abase. They're two words. They're two different words. And so what Jesus is saying, you'll, you exalt yourself and you'll be abased. You humble yourself and you'll be exalted. So if you exalt yourself, uh, 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 you'll, be, you'll be abased. Ready? You'll not be humbled. Remember, humble and abase are two different words. You'll not be humbled, you'll be abased. So here's what God's saying. I will put you in a choke slam. If you try to exalt yourself. I will. I will. You ready? I will body slam your tail. That's different than humbling. Why? Because it's God's abasement, but it's my choice to humble myself. When God has to take the action, you ready? I go all the way to the base. And how many of you understand? The base is hard. It's just like real hard ground. Like when you hit it, it you, you, don't, you, don't, you don't bounce off of it. It's just like you hit it and stop. Like it's the hardest thing you've ever hit before. Maybe, maybe, maybe you've never been there before. But when God has to base you, it's completely different than it is me and you humbling ourselves now think, think about that with me how many times has God had to abase us and maybe you even called it humbling but that's not what it was that's not what it was it was, it was, God, it was God's judgment it was not my choice to bring myself up under the mighty hand of God You, see, you think god a body slam you i think if he happened, you're a real blessed person i think if god ha- i think if god happened uh then, then you're 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 a real you're either a liar or you're a really blessed person one of the two you see this idea of exalting ourselves is is devilish it's it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a devilish deal. Isaiah 14, verses 12, 13, and 14. Lucifer. He said, I will ascend into heaven. He said, I will exalt. My throne above the stars of God. He said, I will sit in the mount of the congregation the sides of the north. I will, you ready, ascend above the heights of the clouds and I will be like the Most High. It's a devilish deal. So, If I humble myself, you're saying God will exalt me. That's what I'm saying the Bible says. That's what I'm saying God says. God said, man, if you'll humble yourself, that God will exalt you. But if you exalt yourself, if you make yourself something, if you bring yourself high, if, if, if it's you and you and you and you, then God is going to have to abase you. Dude, that's freaky. It's, sc- it's scary. Why is it scary? Listen, I'm almost 42 years old, and, and still God scares the daylights out of me with thinking of the ripple effect of, of God having to abase me. It's a ripple in the water. It's a ripple in the water. It's a ripple effect in the water of your own life. It's freaky, man. So, look, so, so I humble myself. You know what you're going to have to do now? You're going to have to wait on God's timing. And you're going to have to be okay with it. Why? Because God's timing ain't our timing. God's timing is not our timing. So, 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 look, look, look what he says. In uh, 1 Peter chapter number 5, if you want to write, write this down, 5 through 7. I want you to see this. 5 through 7. 1 Peter chapter 5, 5 through 7. Likewise, ye you younger, submit yourselves unto the elder, yea, all of you be subject one to another, and be clothed with humility, for God resisteth the proud and giveth grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Now here's a real here's a real interesting verse in context. 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 7 casting all your care upon him for he careth for you. Now I I have been I have been preaching these verses. I've been preaching that verse for years. And 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 when I when I started studying exactly what this idea of humbling myself was about and humbling myself under the mighty hand of God, it produced in me an understanding that verse number 7 was directly tied to the fact that I was going to have to depend on God for the due time. When is he going to exalt me in due time? And in the meantime, in the meantime, before the due time, here's what i got to do. I've got to cast all of my care on him. Why? Because he cares for me. So it's not it's not a it's not it can be a standalone verse and it and you can apply it there. Hey, you should cast all your care on him because he does care for you. But friend, you have got to know this thing is about humbling ourselves under the mighty hand of God that He may exalt us in due time. Why? Because God resisteth the proud and He giveth grace to the humble. And if we want the grace of God, we're going to have to cast all of the cares of this life that would tell us to be more prideful than we should be on Jesus Christ. Because everything in this world will tell you you're a bigger deal than what you are. Everything. Every self-help book will tell you you're a bigger... Go 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 to a therapist and see how big of a deal you are. They are getting paid to patronize people. They're getting and, and yes. well, I don't know how I even got here. Praise the Lord! I guess. What do I do? Wait. Just wait. What is due time? Well, let's look at another another place. Uh, Romans five and verse six. Romans 5 verse 6 for, for when we were yet without strength You ready? In due time Christ died for the ungodly. In due time. In a set appointed time Christ died for the, for the ungodly. Okay. Well how does that help? It don't. It don't help anything. It helps you zero. You don't. Why? Because you don't know when it is. And you know what? That's got to be enough. Well, I, I, want, it, I want it now. I, I, want, I, want Christ to, I want Christ to exalt me now. He's not going to do that. Could be a month from now. It could be a year from now. It could be uh, after you die and you're standing in the judgment seat of Christ. That's when it could be. 1 Peter chapter number 1 and verse number 11. Man, this is a killer little verse. He says, Searching what or what manner of time the Spirit of Christ which was, with, uh, which was in them did signify when it testified beforehand. You ready? The sufferings of Christ not just the sufferings of Christ and the glory that should follow. So it was, it was suffering, then glory. It was the cross and then the crown. And if you're not careful, your, your own self will deceive you into being exalted now. That that little verse that every knee will will bow and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is is Lord to the glory of God the Father. How many of you know that's true? That's really going to happen one day. Amen? Well, it's going to be a good day. But you know, everybody in this room has has a has a certain choice to make in terms of, of this particular thing. What choice is that? Well, you you can choose to bow and confess now, or you'll have to wait till judgment day. But th- there's there's a there's a definitive line here that if you wait till judgment day. Too late. Well, how do you know that? Well, he said that if thou shalt confess thy mouth the Lord Jesus, thou shalt be saved. So there is a confession that can happen in the Christian's life, in your life right now, in our life, in other people's life, and they confess the Lord Jesus. Now that that one day, now look, we're still going to bow that day. Why? Because we've already confessed Him. Right? We're still going to bow that day. But if many don't bow before that judgment day, is way too late. And let me give you this last one. That last little little part in verse number 11 says, To the glory of God the Father. To the glory of God the Father. God the Father was glorified in exalting Jesus. And let me say this. God is glorified in exalting the humble. God is glorified in exalting the humble. God's name's glorified when he, he exalts humble people. Now, I don't know how many times you've ever seen that in your life. May not have ever seen it many times in this life. But there's a life coming where you will see it. There's a life coming at the judgment seat of Christ that we will see the humble glorified to the glory of God the Father. We, we, will, we will see a building that's been built with gold and silver and precious stone to the glory of God the Father. And, and you and me are in a position now to where we could do that. We could glorify. We could be to the glory of God the Father. But it only comes, at let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. It only comes at paying the price of having the mind of Christ. And unfortunately, unfortunately, that's taking on the form of a servant. It ain't ever fun, it, it, ain't, it, ain't, it ain't never going to be the most fun thing to do. But here's what it is going to be. It's going to be the most rewarding. It's going to be the most rewarding thing to do. It's going to be rewarding when it's going to be rewarding when you, you you lead your family to serve Jesus Christ in humility. It's rewarding then. Uh, it's, it's paying off for me now. It's paying off for me now, and and, and to God be the glory. To the glory of God the Father, it's paying off now. But one day it's really going to pay off. One day all of us are going to see it. Maybe when you think about this whole idea of demoting your mind and And demoting your will and, and 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 dealing with what you want he's like man that don't that that all don't feel real good it don't feel good but we gotta decide if we're gonna trust Jesus or not we just got to decide, am I going to trust Jesus Christ for in due time? Now, you don't want to do that, then can't nobody make you, right? Some things just need to be set down and contemplated. It needs, as Jesus would say, you need to sit down and you need to count the cost because it's a high price to pay. Well, I'm not really wanting to pay that price. Well, you don't have to. There's going to be a lot of people that wished you would. There's going to be a lot of a lot of people that that wished you would. Let's pray. <clears throat> Lord, thank you. Thank you for being good. Thank you for being faithful. Lord, thank you for giving us your word and painting us a picture of the mind of Christ. God, help us to walk in that mind. Help us to be diligent to to understand that Lord, we don't have to. We've been given a choice. God, help us to see that 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 should be what our choice should be. Or that that our choice should be having the mind of Christ. Lord, walking in humility. Making ourselves of no reputation. Lord, I ask you, bless what was said tonight. Bless what we heard. God, use it for your glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Uh, Quick.